everyone. Welcome to the voice of Dr. Yin, and I am the host, Dr. Li Meng Yin. So this week, first of all, I still want to update with you the China virus tsunami, because still, I mean, until now, we don't have the real information from CCP about the virus sequencing and also whether the virus circulating in China already generates the new COVID variants and also why people get uh, white lung and the majority of people had severe symptoms and the death toll still increasing. No, no real information come out from them. Last week, right after I recorded the last episode, at that time, China government claimed only 30 deaths uh, in co- uh, of the COVID-19 happened in the last month, which actually no one around the world will believe that. So facing the pressure, China CDC changed their uh, statistics. I mean, they claim that, okay, actually it's not 30, it's 2,000 times higher. That means the 60,000 Chinese people died of COVID-19 in, uh, from mid-December to early uh, January. However, we still know that that is lying. Why? Because we have already did the very uh, simple calculations from uh, based on different sources and in different ways. No matter what way we calculated, the death toll even in Beijing in one city should be much higher than 60,000. We still don't know the real death toll. Yes, China government don't give you and they even don't care. So we already talked about that last week and clearly they didn't change this week. So still, I will give you some data based on the feedback from the Chinese people. And let's see how serious the COVID tsunami in China now. And first, I want to show you a data come from the Peking University in Beijing. You know, Peking U is top uh, top two universities in China, like MIT or Harvard. So what they can talk about definitely is the, uh, after the approval from the CCP. So even the data they give can be underestimated, that still means CCP accepts the data. And the data come out from Peking U recently shows that in China, actually over 900 million people have infected with COVID-19 virus. They didn't mention the uh, whether these 900 million people are infected in the past uh, months or in the past over three years. But you know we, we can assume that even this is the Chinese people all the number of the patient who had uh, infected with COVID in the past three years, and let's say the death toll, and let's say the death rate. Okay, so uh, assume 900 million Chinese people get infected, in, including uh, from the 2020 or end of 2019 to present. Then total death toll. Recently, China said, uh, from December to January 2023, uh, only 60,000, right? And I also have checked the data in Wuhan in 2020. 
until April 2020, China government uh, claimed only less than 4,000 Wuhan people died in COVID. Then that maximum, okay, I see because China claimed in the past three years due to the uh, zero COVID policy, they have done very success, uh, successful um, kind of protection to prevent the deaths. Okay, then let's just use the number 60,000 plus 4,000. And then how many people died during the COVID-19? So the percentage is actually very low. And I have calculated it. So the death rate based on the data from China government, so that is only around seven deaths per 10,000 people. Oh no, per, per 100,000 people. So what's the death toll in US? I have checked the recent CDC data. According to that, it's around one person, one in hundred American citizens uh, passed away if they get the COVID infection. Then that means over 140 times of the deaths of COVID-19 in the United States compared to what happened in China. However, the disaster we have seen in China, no matter it's in Wuhan, it was in Wuhan or it happened in Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou now, never happened in the United States, right? We have compared the data in New York City to the Chinese data in the past episodes. And now we, we still have a lot of videos and information come out from China to show that the funeral home still now is long queue that People need to take 10 days or even months or even more, I mean, longer time to wait for the body get burned, right? And these things never happen in US. So how could in China, the situation is much, much worse than what we have seen in any other country during the pandemic, but the death, death rate is so little. And also the death toll is far, far less from the death people in other countries. Clearly, China government is lying, right? And they still lie. And also they still use propaganda to make the China government's image very beautiful, very positive. As I told people, they are conducting the recognition war from uh, all the aspects they try to brainwash people all over the world to build the bright, positive image for CCP and the Xi Jinping regime. And I have some other uh, data uh, which come from Chinese citizens and they write it online, they share it with us. And I just want to translate to uh, my audience in the United States to let you know what really happened, uh, happened in China now. For example, uh, one person said, in Guangdong province, Heyuan, one of the town, the queue in the funeral home is already take to, um, you need to wait until March, March 2023 to burn the dead bodies. 
And uh, one person said he has a relative in Huaihua, which is a town in Hunan province in mi- uh, middle China. So that he, he, the, the relative worked in a, a good hospital there. And they have seen a lot of people from the villages in around the hospital. They came to the uh, hospital and they found the white lung signs uh, after the examination. And because they are from the very poor family, so even there are still opportunities to treat them. But those poor people, poor patients, don't have money or they want to save money for their family members. So they just go back home without treatment. And the only thing they can get is death. That makes uh, this person's relative very feel very, very painful. And you may ask, oh, so the, is the treatment in China so expensive as we have in America without insurance? Actually, if you just want to talk about the net value, the price, you did the examination or treatment in the hospital in China is quite low. But the Chinese medical care is very, very, very terrible, especially for the uh, farmers, for the workers, for the people who are not working for the CCP government, not working in the military, not working in the uh, state-owned organization like hospital or uh, universities, then basically what they earned compared to what they had to spend in the hospital would make them very struggle, struggling because I have worked in, the, uh, in one of the very uh, big hospitals, a top one in China, I have seen so many patients, the even like $1,000 or uh, $10,000 this uh, amount of money basically means the living fee for the whole family for the whole year. So they cannot afford it. That's why when they get cancer or they get other kind of serious disease, many of the poor patients will choose to go back home, stay at home, wait for the death. That is a very painful reality in China. And no matter how China government claims that uh, they have, uh, how to say, the, 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 uh, Xi Jinping has talked to people that one of his biggest achievements is to let Chinese people uh, get rid of poor, uh, poverty. No, this is all the lie. They, what they have done is they just change the statistic to make the data look beautiful. And they totally uh, ignore the fact that most of Chinese people, the there are 600 million Chinese people. Every month, based on official data, their income is less around uh on less than 150 US dollars. So this kind of reality is already covered up by CCP's beautiful data and beautiful propaganda. And now in the COVID tsunami, we again see that so many poor people cannot get treatment and they just give up their lives. Also, there are some people wrote online that 
because so many people dead, so the government doesn't want journalists or uh, maybe the citizens know the real number. So they have in some cities the government have hired the the social uh vehicles, and then those vehicles usually unlike the Buke, for example, they said Buke GL8 is a very favorite uh, favorite uh, pattern for the government, and they can remove the four seats at the backside, and then they can put the coffin inside because people usually won't notice that this is a, a vehicle to uh, trans, transport, uh, transfer the coffins. And that's why when even the journalist uh, takes the photos in the street, and no one will know that these are the uh, for the death bodies. And so that's why even you use a satellite or whatever way, uh, it's difficult for you to distinguish whether this is uh, should be counted should be counted as a death number or not. So this is just a way you know they are using this very cunning, very cheap way, just to cheat their own citizens and also to cheat the world and to avoid of just the very basic real information to be known by outside. And also um, some other doctors wrote like they said, um, they work in a very, uh, not the top uh, 20, even not the top 20 cities in China. It's kind of a remote city and they have seen the funeral homes information uh, increase that the death number, uh, death, so the death body uh, need to be handled in the local funeral homes reach to 30 times than usual, 30. I mean, I, in the past episodes, I usually said that I would assume that it's five to 10 times and because we have seen some feedback, but this come from some doctors. And so that's why it's easy for them to access those uh, data in the funeral homes, right? And so this data, I will assume it's real. 30 times, come on, I can't image the total death toll. So this kind of things happen. I mean, I can't translate all the feedback we have. And of course, if you have interest, you want to get the uh, information, you can come to check my Twitter and you also can uh, contact me. We can share some of this kind of information with you for reference. Uh, basically, I have to say last week, I assume that the average death rate should be above 1.3% in Beijing. And uh, the new information I have received this week also confirmed that. And uh, actually, my so the assumption, uh, the number I as assumed should be lower than what really happened in China. But also, I want to uh, remind something that I have seen some report recently have talked about that someone claimed uh, the total death toll in uh, uh, China in the past three years of COVID-19, including the current number, reached to 400 million. Uh, I really need to tell you that I don't think so. I, I believe 
the death toll is quite high, uh, especially when you counted the uh, total three years, it should be uh, millions. And maybe, uh, I mean, reach over, already maybe reach over 10 million level, but it doesn't mean it will reach to like 400 million, this kind of number, okay? Because China uh, only have 1.4 billion people. And also based on the, uh, stat, uh, statistic or estimate by estimate from other country like Japan, for example, they have uh, estimated Chinese citizens number uh, based on the consumption of the salt every year. And they said maybe the 1.4 billion is too high. Uh, the real citizen number could be 1 billion or even a little bit less. But it doesn't mean the the difference between 1.4 million to the real uh, Chinese citizen, citizen number is due to the COVID-19, right? It just can tell you that, yeah, China government want to maintain that the image that they have uh, so many uh, labor force and then that will let the, the other countries still believe China is a great market for them to uh, get the cheap uh, manpowers. But when we talk about COVID-19, there is no way 4 billion people or 400 billion, uh, million people or two, even 200 uh, million people passed away in the last three years. This kind of overestimate number would actually bring the very negative results that it creates a space for CCP to deny it. And also it would make the people who really want the information feel the, I mean, why, why the, these people either tell you 30 or tell you 400 million and these people never give you a real number and why they are not so, uh, they are not reliable at all, right? I don't think we should overestimate it like that. Actually, I, I mean, what my opinion is, it doesn't matter whether there are 30 people that or that or 4 million, 400 million people that, I mean, this number too small or too large, it doesn't matter. What doesn't matter is that no one, no one should be hurt or lost, lost their, or no one should lost, lost their life in the COVID-19 pandemic. No one, not anyone, right? Because the virus, COVID-19 virus, come out from the lab in China, and it was developed by the military and the civilian laboratories under the direction of People's Liberation Army and the CCP and the Xi Jinping regime, right? Gain of function, weaponized, and plus the propaganda, plus the compromise the scientist campaign, all amplified the power of this virus. It could be handled initially in Wuhan. It could be handled within China by January 2020. It could be handled if we gave the early treatment using hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and the other protocols to people. And it could be handled if China government didn't let 
the current tsunami happened in China again, right? So it doesn't matter. China government said that number doesn't matter because they don't care about human life. But we said that number is not the most important. It doesn't mean when there are 30 deaths, so okay, we should ignore it. Or when there are 400 million deaths, oh, wow, this is some big deal, right? No. We should hold the people or the organization or the regime accountable. And here, it means Xi Jinping, CCP, and the People's Liberation Army because they have committed the anti-human crime all over the world to all of us, right? And we, we can never guarantee in our life in the future, we won't be attacked by the COVID-19 virus, by its new variants, right? Actually, they released it and this virus will always exist in the nature now. Even they don't do further modify, it still exists. And what I can tell you is, based on our intelligence and also our study, our investigation, we have seen very suspicious uh, things that show, point to that what China government is studying in the past three years is to update the variants. Okay, you can, you can consider it as when they have missile, you have missile defense system, which means herd immunity or vaccinated immunity. Then the weapon manufacturer will update the missile to break through the missile defense system, right? So basically, if you ignore that COVID-19 virus is weaponized, then you will ignore the following facts that they can update they can modify based on the current variant and based on the current technology to make the new variant break through the current immunity, right? But now, once you change your opinions, you understand the nature of this COVID-19 virus. It's not difficult for you to understand the relationship between missile and the missile defense system, right? And this time, we have seen that a lot of new tactics, but we still see the familiar patterns. In the, what we can see is still now has a lot of things we need to, there are a lot of things we need to investigate. So let's just keep suspicious. As I said, the zero COVID policy, the lifting of the zero COVID policy and the vaccine coverage and uh, uh, what China government claims that because Chinese people are vulnerable against the o Omicron variant, these are all the propaganda. We need to know why it happened in China created such huge disaster since early December last year. And still, we need to really be aware of the upcoming attacks against the United States and other countries there would be weeks of the interval. But still, if we don't prepare, we may face to the mandatory policies at, by then, right? Again, they will tell the Fauci and other um, 
officials will tell you, see, lockdown again, mask again, and you need to get the new vaccinations, and everything will go back just like what happened in 2020. At that time, you no idea, you, ha- you didn't have preparation, but now we already have experience. We should not let it repeat again. And let me tell you something very ridiculous, that China government doesn't want people to know they are useful cheap drugs. And I have helped our audience to know that the protocols developed in US, they have already been shown useful. So like, for example, FLCCC and Dr. Peter McConnell and also Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, they all have their own protocols. And because as I told you in China, uh, it's easier for people to get hydroxychloroquine compared to ivermectin. So our audience will tend to uh, get the hydroxychloroquine for prevention or early treatment. It works, but CCP's agents, and CCP's uh, cyber armies, they are very angry. I mean, those people, they also took it, but they don't want other people to know it. So recently, I have seen that one of the CCP's uh, agents account on Twitter is so angry about the uh, Dr. Zelenko's protocol. And guess what they claim? I mean, they claim that Dr. Zelenko is a fake doctor fabricated by me and uh, they said Dr. Vladimir Zelenko never existed. So they said there is no death of Dr. Zelenko. Everything is fabricated by me, by Dr. Yen. So they said we should hold Dr. Yen accountable. I mean, I I really cannot understand this psycho, psycho guy and this evil agent thinking, okay? You attack me, you you cheat people, and Dr. Delanco, he's so respectful and he has already left us. The, the thing he left to everyone is the very precise protocols which still can help numerous people all over the world. And why do they even use such, such cheap lies to deny Dr. Zelenko deny his contribution and discredit me. So this is just one example to show you how ridiculous the CCP's agents can be, CCP can be. Just lie, simple lie. And no matter you believe or not, they just spread it all over social media or they even try to... uh, it's through mainstream media if they have the chance. And what they want is to change your recognition, to change your thinking, and finally brainwash you. Okay, so let's have a short break and we will go back. And then in the next section, I will tell you about China's military service law, China's reserve military service law, and gas based on the law updated since 2021 until now, how many military people CCP can have if necessary. Mm-hmm. 
All right. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulvidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the voice of Dr. Yin. And in this section, I'm going to talk about People's Liberation Army's uh, military service law and also their uh, reserve service law. And also, the most important thing is, I guess you may be interested at me to know how many uh, members of the uh, military. Uh, service people in China, and also if there is a war, how many Chinese citizens will be recruited as uh, military service people uh, in the war? Uh, I have this idea because first, CCP is more and more aggressive now. You know, they have uh, launched the joint exercises with Russia for many times, and there will be another, uh, recently will be another uh, military exercise joint uh, with Russia and South Africa. And of course, there will be more uh, in the future. And also, 
since the pandemic in the past three years, Xi Jinping regime become more and more aggressive, right? They uh, uh, threaten Taiwan, also they uh, supply the weapons to Russia, to Iran, to North Korea, and uh, CCP actually have already uh, reorganized in the system under direction of Xi Jinping to make the whole party controlled military very efficient in the war. And also most importantly, we have already known uh, according to the top military conference in People's Liberation Army in uh, May 2022, that audio we obtained exclusively and also uh, published uh, in in the media, also translated into English, actually revealed that mm, Xi Jinping has already demanded the military to prepare for the war and the whole society in China is under the uh, mobilization and they want to transfer the China uh, society from the peacetime to wartime secretly and smoothly. So I go to check them out because uh, at the end of December 2022, People's Liberation Army had launched a new law called Reserved Service Law. And they talk about the reserved service people, how, um, how the CCP's uh, military committee Central Military Committee will uh, arrange them and uh, in what cases they need to go to be the uh, transfer to be the active service in the military. And when we start to say that, clearly I can say that CCP tried best to use the law to uh, restrict the Chinese citizens for the military service. Uh, you may ask that why law is important now because China is never country have rule of law. Uh, the thing is, Xi Jinping want to show he, he want to show his uh very um most, uh, uh advanced uh, uh system to the world. He he knows that in the domestic con uh demo democratic countries and it's not like domestic uh, in China, uh, people all respect the law. And so that's why for Xi Jinping to build his reputation, he always emphasizes that we need to build China into the country with rule of law and we need to have the uh, best rule of law system and to let other countries learn from uh, CCP. So that's why I believe that's one of the very important reasons they keep pushing more laws. And also another important reason is because Xi Jinping has reorganized the whole system inside CCP and the People's Liberation Army to uh, reinforce his power, to make sure himself as the emperor and also to make the whole system more flexible, more efficient under his direction uh, to fit the, his uh goals and also uh, according to his protocols. So that's why this kind of law can put the important thing he won as a very uh, unshakable position in China, right? For example, uh, they will usually say that this law is based on the 
CCP's uh, direction and uh, also uh, they have imp uh, fully uh, implement, uh, implemented the Xi Jinping's thoughts and to use Xi Jinping's thoughts to direct everything uh, to in, under this law. So this actually puts Xi Jinping's position higher than the law in China. So he's definitely the emperor in this regime. And when I go to check this, I really uh, don't understand how many Chinese citizens have to be the, uh, in the army if the war happened. So I just go back to check the uh, military service law in China. And when I check, I realized that uh, the military service law actually was uh, amended, modified in 2021. Uh, one and a half year ago. And that was uh, the amendment since the first amendment since 2011. And you know, in 2011, the military service law definitely don't uh, doesn't uh, put uh, Xi Jinping's thought in a core position because uh, Xi Jinping become the chairman and the general secretary of CCP uh, since 20, 2012. Then from 2011 to 2021, during the 10 years, although Xi Jinping has already uh, enhanced his power and he has done quite a lot of things, including release the virus to uh, totally change the world, but he hasn't uh, built his uh, position based on the law uh, in the military service system. Then the 20, in 2021, they have confirmed Xi Jinping as a central part uh, in the whole system. And so they need to, uh, the, basically the party according to the, the fourth article in the uh, uh, amended military law service, military service law, uh, sorry, they have already said uh, this military service has to insist on the, uh, under the direction of Chinese Communist Party and the, uh, fully uh, implemented Xi Jinping's uh, military enhancement thoughts and also fully uh, implemented the new arrow military strategies in uh, what blah, blah, blah. So that shows Xi Jinping control the military, CCP controls the military, and of course Xi Jinping controls CCP. And you basically can just uh, compare the People's Liberation Army with Nazis' uh, military, the Waffen-SS, right? So this is the same. The CCP's China's uh, military also work for the party, and party listen to the uh, tyrannist Xi Jinping. So who need to uh, join the military service? According to the military service law of PRC China, uh, they said when people, the, the male citizen, of course we, we don't have uh, so many genders in China, they only admit male and female. So the male uh, male Chinese citizen, have, when they reach 18 years old, uh, that means for example, in, um, you will 
uh, celebrate your 18th year old uh, birthday uh, before uh, end of this year, then this year you already be considered as the uh, the people the person who uh, fit the standard of the military service. So this are every male citizen has to be registered uh, as a year when they reach 18th year, uh, 18 years old. And so as they will be put to the uh, active service uh, because they still claim this is uh, had to voluntarily uh, join the army. So if you voluntarily join the army at that year, then you are the active service. Or after that year in the from proper period, uh, age range. If you, if not, for example, you go to the uh, university, or uh, you you don't want to join the army at this moment, they will put you to, um, automatically into the reserve service registration. So you see, they have already uh, by default to register every male citizen. Uh, as uh, so since the year of eighteen years old, since at the age at the age of eighteen years old, uh, to be there, uh, reserved or active service. And uh, what will they do is the military service law also mentioned that whether the reserved service will be turned to the active service is up to the needs from CCP and also Central Military uh, Committee of People's Liberation Army. So that basically tell you if CCP want, if Xi Jinping want people to work in the military to go to the war, then you definitely will be selected and transferred to the active service. And they also mentioned that according to the Article 20 in the military service law, that not only male citizen, even the female citizen, when it's necessary, uh, based on the needs of the military, can be transferred to active service in the same way as they did to the uh, as they, they do to the male citizens. That basically means uh, when the female citizen uh, over 18 years old, when it's necessary, CCP can just recruit them into the military for service. And even they said in the same article, they mentioned uh, if you're waiting to volunteer, of course, you know, volunteer this word in the uh, this kind of uh, terrorist country, Terrorist country that basically means you have no other choice. And also up to the needs of the military, even 17 years old is okay for military service. Then, okay, now we talk about over 18, no matter female or male, according to the laws under uh, CCP, every citizen have the chance to be put into active service, right? So you may ask then, uh, what what is the age that they will not recruit you anymore? The oldest age. So I have also checked about that and guess what I found? 
So in the law, they clearly mention that there is no setting age because when it's necessary, the, the setting age can be changed. And usually it is like uh, maybe uh, lower than 35, but if they have up, updated you to the officers in the military or they have considered you, uh, for example, you have the uh, university degree, bachelor degree, and then they consider you as some uh, pers uh, person as a special skill or professional, then they can just uh, change the uh, age limitation. It's, it's like even you can, uh, when you are 60 years old, if they think it's necessary, if they need you, you still will be transferred to the active military service. And so now it's a question. If they can recruit almost everyone above uh, 17 years old to maybe, I say, uh, 60 or over 60 years old, then let's see how many people we have in China which would fit this kind of request if they are going to launch the war. And then I go to check the uh, population uh, statistic data in China and I really found something. So in 2021, the data come out from the China, uh, the official, uh, the government statement, they talk about the uh, population uh, number in China at that time, there are over 894 million Chinese people uh, in the, as a range from 15 years old to 59 years old. That was uh, in 2021. So now it's 2023. That means the youngest people among this uh, over nine hundred, uh, over eight hundred ninety million people already reached to seventeen years old. That means, if necessary, CCP can based on the law to uh recruit them to the military, right? So, if they don't mind the sitting age, and if they want even get seventeen years old kids, now they have over. 894 million population for the military. And we, of course, we know majority of them should be reserved, but you also need to consider what happened in Russia now, right? Russia has sent so many, hundreds of thousands of their soldiers to Ukraine and let them died uh, on the front line. And also they are recruiting, they already announced 1.5 million people they want to recruit to send to the war in the soon future. Then as their best partner for CCP, for Xi Jinping, they now have, I mean, the maximum pool of the military service people in the world, right? When they change the law, do the amendment. When they launch the reserve law to further enhance the power authority and power of the military service law in China, what do they want to do? I mean, CCP is a regime now, which is very crazy with a mad tyrannist 
Xi Jinping. And we already know they can do everything to achieve their goal, to break through all the ethics, all the laws, international laws all over the world, right? Now they, they are preparing for the war. They are transferring the whole China society into the wartime. They have already shown you their muscles and they are trying to uh, improve their martial capacities. They are making the weapons day by night and they are shipping it, sell it uh, across one belt, one road countries all over the world. They support terrorists and they supply the missiles and even the nuclear weapons to the, uh, the other evil countries like North Korea and Russia. What else would you expect when this regime changed the law for military service? Basically, they have already counted all the majority adults of Chinese citizens, except for the very senior, very uh, young people. They are already counted the majority of Chinese citizens as their tools. Yes, they don't care about lives, right? We already know that. And they, they just feel that very, uh, very aggressive, very proud because they will own the largest army in largest military all over the world. That's why the communist regime and Xi Jinping always talk about that the emphasis we need to be good at fighting and we need to uh, have the courage to fight. And also uh, we need to have use the people's war, right? What is people's war? That means you use human as bullies. You use human as resources, consumable. And you you just, you because you have more people than your enemy's country, right? In for example, CCP believes they have now uh, almost 900 million Chinese people. So this is already triple as uh, larger as uh, the population in U.S., right? So they believe just for the net number of people, they have the big advantage. And that's why they feel they would win finally, because just to consume their people and then you have your casualty, then finally CCP lose maybe two-thirds, but you may lose all your population in the United States. That's their thinking. That's Xi Jinping's thoughts. That's why they said all this law has to be based on, uh, on Xi Jinping's thought and also uh, under Xi Jinping's direction. When I check these things, I really feel shocked. I never thought Chinese Communist Party could have so many people for their military use. And also, what I want to tell people is, we Chinese people don't want a war, okay? They want a war. Xi Jinping want a war. Xi Jinping's loyal people, I mean, why they're loyal? Because they say the uh, benefits when they follow Xi Jinping, right? These people, they want the war. And there are other evil people around the world definitely they, uh, accept Xi Jinping's thought and they are the Bird with the same block, so same, same feather, right? So 
they they also share the same value with Xi Jinping, but definitely not us, not common Chinese citizen, not general American citizen. But the thing is, we cannot stop that. You see, Xi Jinping launched the uh, bio-attacks using unrestricted bio-weapon COVID-19 virus all over to, to attack all the countries all over the world, right? For past three years, he feel he's the biggest winner all over the world because clearly he's not held uh, for accountability yet, right? And also he, he knows one side he be believes that he's still a winner. On the other side, he also knows that uh, people wake up, right? American people, Chinese people, we all wake up. We know uh, that this virus not come from nature. It is weaponized to uh, kill people, attack people, to undermine the healthy society and to further help CCP and Xi Jinping to achieve their political purpose. And we are just the cost for CCP and Xi Jinping to achieve their goal, right? So we definitely are fighting against that. And as the GOP uh, speaker, uh, McCarthy has announced that in the new uh, Congress since this year, there will be China committee, there will be COVID-19 origin investigation groups in the Congress. And they already have shown that evidence although it's downplayed by intelligence community before, but it already uh, enough evidence to point out to the CCP's bioweapon program and the COVID-19. And they won't thoroughly investigate it. And clearly, Xi Jinping doesn't like that, and CCP doesn't want it, right? So that's why they have done their best, try to protect themselves and also attack you before you all understand what happened, before you prepare to hold them accountable. So this kind of change in the military, in the law, and the preparation tells their determination to you. And what we should do is not give them the chance to grow up. And Chinese people, they don't want to fight against Americans. They don't want to be forced to put into the battlefield like the pro-Russian soldiers, right? So what we can do is Chinese people, American people, we have to work together, help each other, and to remove CCP and Xi Jinping to eliminate this anti-human regime and their ideology. That is the only way we can solve all these problems. And that will be the only final solution to change CCP's war plan to stop it or even prevent it before it happened. So now we know they are preparing for that. And also we know what we should do and what we need. Of course, we only need courage, right? Okay, so Thank you for listening to the voice of Dr. Yin. And we have talked about uh, the update of the China virus tsunami. And also we talk about the 
military service and the law and CCP's uh, war plans. And I hope you enjoy the weekend. And my broadcast will come out every Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can get it from iHeart or from a Mark Out Loud uh, radio network directly. And also, after the weekend, you can listen to it via uh, different, the various of the free apps. And just go to uh, check the uh, Mark Out Loud. You will find it in Spotify, Pandora, Google Broca- Podcast, all like that. Thank you for listening to me. See you next time.